Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Stars! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27 to 24! Austin Indorak wants to throw it. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Time to fight over a rusty spit bucket. Welcome to the OEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I read that really fast. I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter at Brandon Dubich. That's Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. And always judging, he's constantly got his hand over his face right now. In the background is producer Seth. You can block him on Twitter. That's at Setah5, S-E-T-A-H-5. What's up, Brando? Homecoming weekend. Mm-hmm. Ah, brings me back to high school. <laughs> you know what they say about high school girls, right? Let's keep going. Yeah. So let's talk about the game. The, believe it or not, the number 10 ranked Michigan State Spartans at 6-0 and come into Bloomington against the 2-3 and Indiana Hoosiers, all three losses against top five teams. Um, well, top seven teams now. Uh, spread is plus 4.5 for the Hoosiers, over under 4.5, or 48.5. That'd be a hell of an over under. Hammer the under, or hammer the over if it's 4.5. Are you doing, uh, Mike? You doing good today? I'm fine, man. I'm just like, I'm amped, I think. I don't know, like a slightly later start time. Like, I'm just, I don't know. I'm ready to go, ready to get to the game. You're not going to make it to Saturday if you keep up this pace. I know, I guess. Slow down. Okay. Those are courtesy of DraftKings, by the way. Uh, Michigan State's schedule, as I said, they've won all six of the games. They beat this. Hang on, guys. Northwestern, Youngstown State, Miami of Florida. At this point, Miami of Ohio would be a, a little bit more of a reputable win. Uh, they went to overtime at home against Nebraska in a W. They beat Western Kentucky, and they won at Rutgers. Their opponents' records are combined 13-20. and 20. Uh, The game will be on Fox Sports 1. Kickoff is at noon in Memorial Stadium. Right now, weather looks nice, partly cloudy, high of, 40, or high of 59. Oh, football weather, Michael. Oh, football I'm talking about. weather. It's the battle of the old brass spittoon. So that means you're gonna get there because you're you're crazy. You're gonna we'll get be there, there like seven thirty. Seven o'clock. I was yeah, I was wasn't even yeah. giving you enough credit. No, nope. it'll probably be a balmy forty degrees when you get there. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's nice. That's hoodie weather. Hoodie weather. Some uh, some joggers, like a soft J, and uh, we'll be good. A little heater, a little heater action. We'll you got fine. a great heater. Not like heat. Not like smoking heater. Sorry, just like a heater. Like a heater heater, not like a cigarette. Don't do that stuff. Um, okay, Brandon mentioned it's homecoming. Uh, previous meeting. Um, I had something written down. Maybe I thought it was maybe the most boring game of football ever. The most here it is. The most boring shutout in the history of IU football. Is that right? Should is that well, we covered it, we covered it last week. I mean, and producer Seth made a great point. Not all 24 to nothings are created equal. It's true. Like you know, we we lost to Penn State 24 to nothing, but what they did to us, we did so much worse than Michigan State last year. Yeah, they like, tried they, the whole game. We tried for two quarters. Like quarter and a half. It was one of those Penix games which was just awful to start, too. Yeah, Ty Fry was great in that game. Um, got a little bit of an uphill climb to get the series evened up. Michigan State leads. This is kind of a common theme. Michigan State leads the series 48 to 17. There were two ties thrown in there. We'll take the two dubs. So 48-19 in my book. By 2060, um, we will lead the series. We'll be fine. No problem. Especially um, if Mel Tucker stays there. Probably. Uh, okay. Let's get a little bit of news. Not a whole lot. David Ellis, your boy, out for the season. <laughs> surgery on his ankle. Another blow to the, to the running back room and kind of the wide receiver room, I guess. Are they but taking walk-on tryouts? Because, man, I, I think I think I can dust it off. I've got four years of eligibility. We've talked about this, but I'm a I'm a Big Ten quarterback, so I don't can't can't get into the running back room. Um, I did listen to the Monday press conference. Believe it or not, there's a lot. 
Wasn't so, a little bit. Uh, here's some quotes from CTA on Jack Tuttle or the Tuttle, the Tuttle time, Tuttle situation, King Tut, whatever you want to do. I like King Tut. I'm rolling King Tut. I'm going to stick with Tuttle time. Big fan of that. So tell me what you think about this statement. Tell me what you think this means. Michael Penix is rehabbing and Jack Tuttle will, Jack Tuttle will be ready to go if needed. So, you know, in part, part in the interruption where they like say that you have to fill in the blank. Yes. What this is, this is gamesmanship. Um, and it's a poor attempt at it. I love CTA. Nobody's expecting Michael Penix to play. No. That, that, that's what it is. It's it's gamesmanship. I like it better than what I wrote down. So that's fine. <laughs> you don't have to say what you wrote. I'm not going to. Um, and then some more about Tuttle. These are all quotes. Uh, he started he started for us in one Big Ten games on the road. His preparation's great. Detail, work ethic, arm talent. Gets the ball out fast. Everything everybody knows. Ability to extend plays with his legs, which was nice to see. He fits um, the RPO action that Sheridan yeah. has been trying to run, which was never going to work with Penix. Mm-mm. Like running an RPO like with Penix is like running an RPO with a statue. Like there's just no need to do it. Um, there's an actual threat there. Not much of one, but you know, at least there's some. So that wrinkle will at least have an effect yes um yeah and he's got strong leadership in his verbal that's elite 11 elite 11 that's right elite you just leave it there um so not joe not to be confused with joe there's elite 11 and then joe flacco elite two totally different elites (laughs) yeah one of them you know beats the steelers and wins super bowl well a super bowl and then the other Jack Tuttle's going to win Tuttle. a Super Bowl. That's amazing. Yes, with IU. <laughs> Tell me how that happens. Um, he also refused to talk about Penix's availability for practice. So that kind of goes also back to refused your... to talk about my availability at practice. True. <laughs> That's true. That is true. I am available to practice if he wants me to come practice with him. Just just throwing that out there. Um, he did get into the offensive struggles, which was refreshing. And there at the end. I've got a big thing from Sheridan, a big quote from Sheridan that I can't wait to get off. Wording was poor there. Um, (laughs) um, Okay, here's what coach said. Offensively hasn't been consistent, haven't run the ball well, execution hasn't been good enough, quarterback play hasn't been up to IU standards, which is true. Um, Can't turn the ball over, especially in scoring situations. True. Would you say we need splash plays? Splash. Yes, I would say that. I'd say that they need to keep their eyes open. Isn't that what he says? Eyes peeled, eyelids not shut. I don't know what he says all the time. I don't, who knows? Blinders on. Uh, Got to create more takeaways on defense. Have to be better in the red zone on offense. Um, a lot of film meetings, a lot of one-on-one meetings with the offensive staff, which is nice to see as long as that's happening. Boom, I called that out a few shows ago. Yes, I did. wanted coaching accountability, CTA. Thank you. That's why you're the GOAT. And here's the biggest coach My speak goat. of the whole thing. Quote, he said, I'm sorry, he said, quote, it comes down to scoring more points, end quote. <laughs> what, what did I say that you guys laughed at me when I was like, you got to score more points to win? Yeah, I don't know, like something just straight out of John Madden's quote book or something like that. Um, and one more thing from Coach real quick. Running back room, David Holloman and Charlie Spiegel, Mr. Football 2019, will fill the void. For... Can, I get, can I give an early Brando's Randos? Yeah, please. If Charlie, if Charlie Spiegel went to Purdue, when would he become their starting running back? Well, four weeks ago. <laughs> oh yeah yeah xander's hurt right yeah so yeah it would have been whenever he got hurt uh, okay we can continue uh so trenton howland haven't heard that name all season we've been asking where is he where is he where is he totally forgot he got hurt senior year of high school i'm pretty sure or spring ball can't remember no but it was it was it was fall fully released and uh ready to go so if i he, got fully released got my elbow too. doctor oh nice yeah you don't have on the gronk uh the Gronk sleeve or, or yes. sleeve at all. I, so that's cool. Yes. This is a lot to read. You typed the novel. I mean, honestly, you should go to a book signing. I should. Here's what Nick Sheridan said. Okay. Now, now buckle up, sit back, 
grab yourself a cigar, do whatever you do, because it's going to be a minute. This will be nice. This will be very refreshing to hear. Here's what Nick Sheridan said, quote, I just haven't done a good enough job. I guess I can just stand here and just finish it there. But I like the next one. I'm not going to stand up here and make excuses. It's easy to say that creativity is not there when the plays aren't working, but it's maybe a fair thing to say. Whether it's the scheme is too predictable, maybe that's a factor. We can look at that. Are we too predictable? If that's the case, we have to put players in a better position. Other times, we're not executing enough, which I hate that. I hate that he says that. Criticism until we produce better, all things, all those things are being evaluated. It's hard to read Coach D. Are you making it easier for the players? Is the creativity making it an easier path to execute? We have to make decisions on, on that as a staff. I think those dis- discussions, oh, I can't even keep reading this anymore. His, Want me to like, go? I can go. go, I'll fill in. go I ahead. think those discussions are had on a weekly basis. We're trying to keep a defense off balance. That's my job. And I haven't done a good enough job on that. We research for every answer, whether it's misdirection, different types of plays. When you call those different types of plays, you have to execute. When you call a reverse, you have to hand it off correctly. You have to block the right guys. All those conversations are being had. Certainly, I have to do a better job for our players. Um, since I just got done reading that for probably the third time, it was weird because he was taking accountability, but then also throwing players under the bus. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it. Like, I don't. It's it's kind of like when you get in trouble, and you're like, yeah, I did it. But like, like Timmy did it, too. Well, like but he like, told me I'm, to do it. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like. I went and broke that vase. Yeah, it was my fault. But Timmy helped me do it. And like, it just like, just either be all in, right? And say it's my fault or say that like, hey, listen, we believe in our scheme. We've schemed it right all off season. We just need to execute better. Don't be in between. Like, I hate guys that are on the fence that can't go commit one way or the other. And this made me positive, Brandon. Positive, Brandon. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say I make me dislike Nick Sheridan more, but it makes me think that he honestly doesn't really have a solution right now. He positive Brandon saying he's trying to find the solutions, but he seems to be in his own head yeah. based on that explanation. I agree. Um, I wish he would have stopped at the first two sentences. I just haven't done a good enough job. I'm not going to stand up here and make excuses. Stop. Then he went on to make excuses. Shut off the microphone, walk off of, away from the thing, and everybody at the press conference would stand up and just full round of applause. And they would be like, this is perfect. Extend him. He's a young coach and needs to learn that. He'll get it. He'll be positive Brandon. Says. He'll be fine. Pr- yeah, perfect. Okay, let's break down the Spartans. Right. Do I get this terrible joke out of the way now or do, do it? Do I mean, you're a dad. You can get away with bad jokes. It's let's a talk bad about, one. Let's talk about their running back. Kenneth Walker, the third, but it's more like Kenneth runner, the third, right? Right. No, it's more like Kenny dubs. I mean, that's okay. what like the kids would call him. Kenny yeah, dubs. That's what the kids would call him. Uh, the kids would know about him. Why? Because he's the nation's leader in the following stats, rushing yards, 913 second place, 791. Rushing yards per game, 152.2. Second was like 113. He is fourth in rushing touchdowns with nine. Tenth in yards per carry with, get ready for this one, 7.08. Every time he touches the ball. two Every two so, times he touches the ball is first down. So, I forget it because I put that game out of my head. But do you know of another running back that was averaging seven yards a carry when they came to Bloomington? The Cincinnati running was back. it? Yeah, because he's really high up. On, I saw that when I was going through the stats on. on and guess back. what he's he really didn't do when he played us? Not seven yards of carry. Not no. seven yards of carry. Mm-mm. So, again, these numbers are great. I don't think I could average seven yards of carry against Youngstown State, but I know it wouldn't be bad. So the numbers look good, but you know it's like a five A school playing a bunch of three A schools. Yeah. And he had a he had a massive run Saturday. Was it ninety six? He lives and dies on it. Yeah, he's not Le'Veon Bell getting seven yards of carry. No, you know he's getting he's getting a bunch of 30, 40, 5, you know fifty plus chunk 
plays. He's good though. Splash. He's splash. He is good though. I'll give him that. And he's a beast. I'll talk about him a little bit later on in uh, players to watch. I think I say something like that. Do I say that? No, I don't say it. Where is it? I don't know. I swear I wrote something out. Okay, no, it's in my. Can we get to the Naper Thrill quarterback, please? What's that? Please, can we get to the Naper Thrill quarterback? Naper Thrill? You talking about Peyton Manning Thorne? Yes. You're talking about? Yes. I don't know if that's his real middle name or not, but it should be. Why? Because he's killing it. The Brandon Curse. I ripped him in the off season, and then what does he do? He turns into a freaking All American. Yeah. Ninety-eight of one fifty-seven, fifteen hundred yards, almost sixteen hundred yards. 14 touchdowns, two interceptions. Again, let me read his competition. Northwestern, Youngstown State, Miami of Florida, Nebraska, Western Kentucky, Rutgers. Yeah, but he's still putting him up. He's still putting him up. Now, he is a big play, pretty much only Dude, quarterback. So the, the, the new big hype stat that a lot of people reference is air yards. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys have heard that, but yeah. air yards is, is becoming all the In the rage. NFL, who is the lowest in air yards? I'm going to guess Mac Jones or Ben Roethlisberger. That's what I was going to guess, Ben. That's what I was going to guess. Either one of those guys. Maybe not. See, I, I've week. been all over this stat. I mean, this guy, I don't know what it is because I don't, I don't think the stats made it to college yet, but it seems like every ball he throws is 40 yards in the air. Yeah. Three-step yeah. drop and just huck it, chuck it football. I agree, but he hasn't played a good defense yet. So let's see what happens. He is 11th in the country in passing efficiency, fifth in passing yards per completion at 16 yards per completion. There you go. So defensive rankings. This is where the positivity starts. Are you not going to talk about their two weapons on the outside? Their wide receivers are fine. Reed and Naylor, man. I mean, they go up and get it. I mean, Naylor, Naylor's the, the possession receiver, very yeah. much like Fry Fogel. Still fast. Still fast. And, and Reed's the burner. Um, he's also a, a special teamer guy as well. Um, I mean, our corners, I like that we're, we have edge guys. These aren't going to be slot guys. Um, so, but again, Smith and – or Smith. Reed and Naylor are really, really good, like – there is I don't a, know who their tight end is, but I'm going to make the prediction now. I think their tight end leads them in, in receiving yards this game. I can look that up for you. I'm going to call that right now. You've, you've uh, been Tyler Hunt. Tyler Hunt. He has four receptions going into the game. He will leave the game with at least 10 receptions on the year. That's what we do. We have two of the best corners. We maybe have the best, well, maybe the best corners, the best double corners in the conference and then maybe top five in the country. And like we talked about uh, Naylor and, and uh, Reed aren't huge. I mean, they're, no, six, they're foot, small, six, six foot, both of them, right? Six one, yeah. maybe for mm-hmm. Naylor Reed's tiny. Yes. There's no way Reed's six foot. There's no way. No. If... Jalen Naylor is six foot one ninety. He plays bigger than six foot, though. Jalen Reed he does. Naylor's going to play on Sundays. Foot 185. Both of them have 23 receptions apiece. Both of them average 21 yards per reception, a long of 85 and 65. Yeah, listen to these longs. This will just tell you what they are. 85, 65, 51 to their top three wide receivers. They're just big plays. Jalen Reed, five touchdowns. Naylor, six touchdowns. It's crazy. So I want to see what they do against a good defense. I'm not saying this is the same defense as last year, but I also said earlier in in the thing, we've played the number now, number two. Yeah. And and also, again, again, I hate to keep bringing up stats because, you know, um, I don't, I don't have the exact numbers, but if you ever look at sport track or you look at, you know, football science, the longer the ball is in the air, the less percentage chance it has to be complete. And there's just a luck factor that goes into it. So, you know, you throw these air yards, you throw these relatively low percentage passes. They're eventually not going to go your way. Enter the variable of a defense. 
And that's only going to help IU's chances of a low percentage play of being successful. Yeah. It's got to, it's got to happen because we have, I just got done off work. So I'm like in work number mode, like good easy right now. Good. Let's get into some numbers then. Let's talk about their defense. Their defense is ranked 94th in the country. This is out of 130 teams, 94th in the country in total defense at 420 yards per game. Ew. Just for reference, IU is ranked 54th. If anybody thinks we have a bad defense, um, they are ranked 124th out of 130 ranked and teams. And that's, that's 54th playing a dynamic yeah. Cincinnati and um, Penn State team. And Western Kentucky. And a weirdly Western Kentucky as well. Don't forget about them. Western Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I think we will end up with a top 40 defense. I think so, too. And now... Don't forget, they also played Western Kentucky, okay? They have the 124th ranked passing yards per game. So the passing defense is 124th in the country at 300-plus yards per game. We, who have also played the same crazy offense that they did, are ranked 59th at 223 yards per game. Yep, That's fine. 223 yards per game is fine. So you're going to win a lot of games giving up 225. Yeah. And they're and, plus four in turnover margin. That's all. I mean, they've got a, a decent safety. Uh, his name is uh, Xavier Henderson. He leads them in tackles and interceptions. With we got to talk about their D line. Their I mean, D line. Yeah. You can talk about the, the guy you started with. I can't remember his Penanzic. name. Yeah. Penanzic. Yep. Penanzic's really good. What's what's the other guy's name? Petrowski. Four and a half sacks for him and Jeff Petrowski. Yeah. yeah, the the defensive ends we knew about them last year. Their we defensive line makes up for five, eight and a half, nine, thirteen sacks amongst their yeah. defensive line. So even their third, their third defensive end, Drew Beasley's got two and a half sacks. So, um, I mean, Look, we knew about them last year, and we didn't. They didn't do anything last year. Nothing. It's not like our offensive line was better last well, year. Well, it's not any better than it is this year. So, um. Again, there's I think there's two main factors to beating this team. You're not going to stop the run. Slow down the run. Make Peyton Manning Thorne beat you. Okay, that's all in one. That's one in one A. And then two, just don't let them get, don't let the outside rush get there. And you'll be okay. Avoid the splash. I'll get splash. into it more. I'll get into it more with when we get into prediction time. But I think the formula, the recipe, the game script, whatever you want to call it, is very obvious to beat this team. Yeah. Like I mentioned, easier said than done. Yep. But it's to me, it, it is very obvious of what you need to do. Perfect. You know what else is very obvious that you need to do? You need to go check out Mona on Track Club. Mona on Track Club is MTC's Indiana's running brand. You're back in your groove, kid. Yep, You're back there it is. in your We're groove. Beat on a, built on a DNA. <laughs> Built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes. I'm not even sure if I put it there or not, but just check it out anyway for details on the club runs and to shop their sick gear from shirts. They got new shirts out today, uh, like all blacked out on the front except for the logo. On the back, it's got the MTC stuff down the spine, real cool long sleeve. Get the shirts, get the hoodies for this weekend because you're going to need them. They've got a red one, I think. <laughs> they, I know they've got at least a red shirt, so you can rock that. And some koozies. Doesn't matter what colors, color those are. Just bring those out to the game, too. As a thank you to our listeners, they are offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10. That's LEO10 at checkout. That'll get you your discount. Now, let's talk about IU players to watch. Brandon, who are you watching on offense? Yeah, and uh, again, we said we you have to attack through the air and you mentioned fry fogel had a monster game last year i want to see the fry fogel i saw last oh year in goodness, east please, lansing please um, his connection with tuttle wasn't great last time um stop you for just a second real quick seth can you while we're talking can you put the highlight of him scoring his first touchdown against michigan state on twitter please it's the one where he, it's a, it's like it's a, a really ter- it's a terrible pass. He catches it really low, picks yeah. it up and just dominates. I think three dudes into the end zone, put that one up for me. If you can, thank you. 
continue. So, you know, but we have to attack them outside and, you know, he needs a breakout game. It's homecoming. It's his senior year. Like, let's go. Yeah. I also, you go ahead and give your one, but I I have another one. Okay. My other one is uh, a guy that's flown under the radar so far this year. He's my boy, Jacoby Hewitt, Jack boy. He's due for a breakout game. He's been, he's been so good in spots. He's had like little bursts, like two plays in a row. Boom, boom, catch, boom. And then his helmet falls off and then he doesn't come back into the game for a while. But if he, I, I keep making the joke, but it's so true. If he can keep his helmet on play after play, he's due for a breakout game against a poor passing defense and where he's going to be lined up against, it's going to be either against their third or fourth corner or a linebacker. And he's going to dominate that position. So Jacoby Hewitt's my player to watch on offense. Who's your second one? So, yeah, so they, they give up a lot of time in possession. They, like you mentioned, they, they don't give up a lot of the big plays. Um, so they give up a lot of chain movers. And who's our number one chain mover? It's Steve. Peyton Hendershaw, oh, okay. right? Um, say Stephen Carr, but that's fine. And, and that, and if you do, if, if you remember, Hendershot and Tuttle did have a pretty good connection. Um, that you know, a, a tight end is a quarterback's best friend. So um, I'm copping out. I'm taking two, uh, two guys. It's it's Fry Fogel and Hendershot that my eyes will be peeled on to see who they're matched up against, what routes they're running, and how they're helping um, the backup quarterback. There you go. Yeah, Hindi's uh, definitely somebody you want to watch. I think he'll have a good game. Um, on defense, who do you got? It's the safeties, man. Um, we've had great safety play. We've talked about it. We need to continue to have great safety play. Should have all of them back. We should have Raheem and Monster back there to start. Yes. So uh, I had Lane specifically. Again, he needs to keep up his great season. We talked about MVPs. Um, and, and Raheem Lane got a lot of mention from me and you when we did our pod last week. I think our safeties are going to be vitally important to keep these big plays in check. Yes, I agree. Um, I went with Cam Jones. So pretty simple. Stop the run. Okay. The other thing, he's going to be in tight end They use run coverage. to set up the pass. I mean, why do you think Naylor and Reed are, are getting open? Single coverage. Exactly, because we're keeping people in the box and we're leave, they're getting wide receivers on islands. They're getting yep. safeties, eyes peeled in the backfield. Our linebacker core is going to really have to hold their ground so that we don't have our safeties peeking behind them. Yeah. The other part I have him in there for, and it's probably more for Micah outside. Well, I have tight end coverage in there too. So if they don't have uh B fits or please B fits or um, Marcelino in there to cover the tight end, it's going to be Cam Jones and he's got a He's going to be pretty decent on the tight end. So some good tight end coverage. The other thing I have in there, Peyton Manning Thorne can scoot. He doesn't do it so much. I don't think so much this year. Um, what are his rushing yards right Not now? Much. He's he's third, but I mean, uh, he's got 76 20. yards on 32 carries. So yeah. nothing. But that include, does that include sacks in, in college? I think it does. Okay. He has two, two rushing touchdowns. He is second on the team in rushing touchdowns. So, yeah. So 32 carries, 76 yards. He can run. He had a 41-yard run. Why does that number stick out to me? I'm pretty sure it was a 41-yard run against IU last year. The very like the first second play, play he was in. It, either first or second yeah. play, yeah. And we were like, uh-oh. <laughs> and, of course, that Bring game back turned out Lewerke. to be nothing. He threw for no, no, 110. Was, yeah, was it Lewerke? Lewerke? Was, yeah, it was. Well, let me look. I got the box score. Yeah, Rocky Lombardi. Rocky That's Lombardi. Was. He was 3 of 7, 21 yards, and two interceptions. A QBR of .4. <laughs> Better they if put you in, just spike the ball every day. Yeah, they put in Peyton Thorne, and uh, he went 10 of 20, 110 yards, one interception, a QBR of 19.2. So he had uh, eight rushes for 25 yards. So he did have – so that does count. So he had a 38-yard run. Um, so sack yards do count against him. So, um, yeah, so we've got that. So who on special teams are you watching? I think everybody knows, but no, I'm going different here. Okay. I'm going different here. I am going the coverage teams. Okay. We cannot give this. You cannot give a ranked team 
in your own place a crowd killer. We were in the stadium when we were hyped up and scored and just regained scored the DJ lead. Matthews, yep. Just regained the lead. The student, the student sense was rocking. Everyone was going nuts. And then, boom, all momentum drained. We need to stay disciplined. We need to tackle. Our coverage teams need to not let us down. Yep, I agree with that. Um, I, I'll leave the obvious on the board. Chucky was my obvious one. I'll go with the guy kicking half the time in your coverage part of it. James Evans. He's had a couple really good games in a row. Um, and if I think the game goes how it will, the field position is going to be big. So if there are, if we're moving the ball a little bit, get stopped, need a good punt not inside the 20, stop it. But you got to get, get the field position game going. So James Evans, my mate, um, needs to have some good punts. So, all right, that's it. Do you have anything else you want to add for IU players to watch? Seth, you watching anybody in particular, either side of the ball? Steven Carr. Yeah. God, dude. Michigan State's run defense is decent, I want to say. Um, I didn't have that. I think they're set, like middle I mean, of the again, road. I think this has to do more with Sheridan than Carr. But again, set your quarterback up with a second, second and six, yeah. not a second and eight. I mean, that, run, that's huge. Run nothing but the tight end pole play all day. Zone inside split. Oh, my yes. There you go. From from NCAA football 2014. Zone inside split. There it is. Perfect. They will average six yards of carry every time. So, all right. Let's get into it. Brandos. Brandos. What you got? I have three today. Nice. Um, all, all pretty fun ones, I think. You know, I mean, um, I got to thinking about, you know, they got they got uh, Big Kenny Dubs, they got Peyton Manning Thorne. We talked about their wide receivers, but it got me thinking about other former players, and it got me thinking position groups. What position groups is MSU known for? Linebackers, running backs. I would say, I mean, is it kind of a sleepy quarterback you? Is it? Remember they had the year where they had Cousins, Foles, Foles, and... I forgot about Foles being there. And he transferred one. out, right, and went to Cal? Two of them did, yeah. Yeah. Who was the other one? Can um, Google it. Can Google it real quick. I'll but look like, it up. They I'll had that run of wide receivers, too. That was amazing. Um, they they always seem to have a good running back. They had a run there of really good defensive linemen. Like Michigan State's put some dudes in the league. And that got me thinking, like, what is their position group? Because we can sit here and just say all of linebacker. them. It's got to be a linebacker, right? I can't think of a single linebacker those went went to the league. Oh, I just think of like solid college linebackers. Um, crap, I can't change the... Oh, here we go. Numerical football. Hold on. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. So Brian Hoyer, Kurt Cousins, Connor Dixon, who I think even played a little bit, and Nick Foles and John Van Dam. Those were their quarterbacks. 2007. Holy crap. Who were their running backs? That'll be good. Le'Veon Bell. Would that have been 07? AJ Jimerson. Um, trying to think here. That team, oh, seven. Do we say Brian Hoyer yet for quarterback? Yeah, Brian Hoyer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Kari Bell, Willis. Bell wouldn't have been there. Oh, Kari Willis is such a beast. Oh, Kari yeah. Willis is such a beast. He was so underrated. I think we drafted him fourth round, maybe. Bonanza's brother round. is Who? a starter for the Panthers. Who's that? Uh, Penanzik's uh, brother. Yeah. Yep. I remember him being there. And 2017 was not like a big name team outside of the quarterbacks. I don't notice any of these other names. Oh my God. Here. Brian Lewerke's on the Giants practice squad. <laughs> well, it's only fitting that he's with the Giants. Hey, they had an Eric Gordon on their team. That's cool. William Golston. I totally forgot about that. Goldstein, Remember Goldstein, Jeff Goldstein. Smoker? Linebacker, right? 
Golston? Jeff uh, yeah, Smoker, he, he, you said? He's an edge yeah. rusher. Edge rusher, yeah. Yeah. Golston was a beast. Golston used to get the uh, – he'd always – he was always good for a uh, unsportsmanlike conduct per game, at least one. So looking at this, it does look like defensive line. If, if I had to just put the amount of players currently – I would accept nothing but quarterback just based on 2007. <laughs> they have three NFL quarterbacks on their 2007 roster. Like three consistent NFL yeah. quarterbacks. One Super Bowl winning NFL quarterback. MVP, Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl MVP. Well, because my because my quarterback got their team that far into the playoffs and they got hurt. All they right. Also, next. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Seth. <laughs> he just they also whenever had, we talk about good quarterbacks, he wants to move on. They also had Paul Edinger, a longtime Bears kicker, was from Michigan oh, State. Gosh. Yeah, I bet you miss a good kicker, don't you? Double doink. Yeah. See, set you up. There you go. Enjoy. All right. Who? Did, wait, that was oh. against Foles, wasn't it? The double doink. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Or wins. So one of the two. Michigan State is little brother to Michigan State, um, as to much Michigan. as Michigan. Michigan. Or to Michigan, yeah. As much as you know, Michigan State hates it, and they've probably won that battle recently. Um, but what are some other fun little brothers? I mean, you got Louisville, Kentucky, Auburn, Alabama. Like, what Clemson, are some South other Carolina? Power five? Is that Who? one? Clemson, South Carolina, North Carolina, North Carolina State. That South Carolina Clemson one's very one-sided. Is it though? From back in the day when Clemson wasn't really Clemson. Michigan State, Michigan, by the way, 71 Michigan, 37 Michigan State. Um, I can do this real quick. Let's go. Just can I just oh here? This is this is such a cool website. Winsipedia, by the way, is awesome website. Yeah. Clemson. Probably probably Washington State, Washington, Washington. Clemson, Michigan State have never played each other, by the way. Clemson, South Carolina. Oregon, Oregon State, probably pretty one-sided. 7142. How about Alabama Auburn? Do they do they play the little brother thing there? Yo, for sure. 37-47. Auburn 37 Alabama 47. So pretty close. That is way closer than I thought. What about the Arizonas? I mean, one of my one of my favorite is Utah cuz Utah and Utah State, Utah BYU cuz you have like the Mormon the oh, Holy yeah. War. I mean, I can look you... at that. That's the Holy War, isn't it? Utah BYU. BYU yeah. won for the first time in 10 years this year. Utah Arizona by the way, just so we know, it's 24-24. Just for those keeping score at home. Um does Penn State Penn State doesn't have a little brother, right? So like they're, they're not an brother, island. Believe it or it not, used to be this, Pitt, right? Well, now you know who it is? It's Rutgers. No. Yes. Rutgers is their it's either Rutgers or Maryland is their big no their way. big Big Ten rival. Yes, it is, dude. Is, it, is it Ohio State kind of too? Well, maybe? I mean, kind that's what we want it to be. Dude, Rutgers is 29 to 2 against Penn State. <laughs> Maryland is Pitt's Pitt is West Virginia. Believe it or not, West Virginia West Virginia is the little brother to Pitt. It's Maryland. It's Maryland because they've played forty four times. Penn State's won forty of them. (laughs) (laughs) So what about what about who's the little brother in Minnesota, Wisconsin? Oh, it's got to be. Well, you know what? That's a great question. Wisconsin. Penn State leads that, by the way, eleven to nine against Wisconsin. Who Minnesota? You forget that Wisconsin was bad for was so really long. Bad. Okay, sixty to sixty-two. Minnesota sixty, Wisconsin sixty-two. It's a phenomenal rival. The last one that I got, um, Iowa State, Iowa, Iowa State being the oh, little yeah. brother. So Iowa State, Iowa State and Purdue have played one time. By the way, nineteen eighty-five, Purdue won once. They lead, they lead the series one nothing because Iowa State's a joke, so it doesn't matter. Um, Iowa leads forty six to twenty two. Current win streak Iowa six times in a row because Iowa State's a joke. And guess what? I looked them up today. Joke city, bro. Three and two, they're garbage. They were a fluke last year. I told you guys they were a fluke last year. Nobody wanted to listen to me. Total fluke last year. And their their coach is losing the USC job because he can't coach because he can't coach garbage players because they are a bunch of trash players. Anyway, three and two, their wins against UNI, UNLV and Kansas. They lost to Baylor. 
<laughs> I mean, come on. Get out of here. Yeah, get out of here, Seth. Their losses are not to Iowa and Oklahoma. They lost to Baylor. Get out of here. They beat Kansas. They only beat Kansas by 52. That's ridiculous. I got one last question. There's no way they covered the spread in that game. Because the news is coming out of Uh-oh. Norman, Oklahoma. Oh, that Caleb sh- Williams is running with the ones. Uh-oh. And He's coming. You already asked Rattler. this question. You already asked this I know. Question. I know you guys didn't like it. Or I, I'm going to bring this up. I'm going to will this into existence. Do you guys okay. feel any better now that Spencer Rattler will be transferring to IU next season? Yeah, I do feel good. Uh, by the way, Oklahoma versus Iowa State, 77 to 7, just so we know. Um, let's see what the record is against IU. IU wins 1-0, 1928. We beat them. Destroyed them 10 to 7. I'm gonna get very annoying about Spencer Rattler until he ends up transferring to like. If he well, Texas do we have any connections to them at all? Have we looked at that? I have probably not. Doesn't matter. Rattler, twenty four seven. I don't even know if we offered him. Let me look here. You could offer him the exact same color uniforms. Well, the uh, almost the exact same uniform, except yeah, not except Jordan. for Jordan, right? Yeah. So um, he is also being compared to Brian Kelly as his draft. Um, companion, <laughs> not Brian Kelly, Chad Kelly. Sorry, Chad Kelly from Old Miss, the troublesome guy, the lesser um, Matt Corral. We did not offer him out of high school. You know who did? Unfortunately, is Michigan State. They they got Peyton Manning. They don't need Spencer Rattler. Well, and because K Dub's not going to be there, Notre Dame offered him. Texas, I could see him going to Texas A and M. Notre Dame. I mean, Jack Cohn's gone. Notre Dame. Well, that that's, doesn't matter because our boys in there. Seth and I love their quarterback right now. What's his name? Oh, they they're back. They're on with their Buckner. eye with the eye black. They're on Buckner now, but no. Drew Pine, Drew Pine is the man. Drew Pine is the man. Did he get hurt? No. Why are they on Buckner? What does that mean? What are you talking Move about? Up. Move on. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, we don't talk Notre Dame here. Get out of here. All right, are you done with your randos? I am. Seth, let's reach into your sack. What do you got? All right. Uh, who is QB two? Saturday. Oh, McCauley. McCauley, Donovan McCauley. Okay. We don't have any more, so it has to be. It's default. Who's QB three is a better question. Um, Probably the kid from Grant Grimmel. Noblesville. Yeah. It should be, what's his name? Zach Merrill with the mullet and the, the uh, handlebar mustache. That's who it needs to be. Hey, by the way, um, I will send, I'll get the link real quick so you guys can check this out. And then Seth can put it on Twitter. I think. Um, let's see here. There is Michigan State did a looks like with our players, and it's kind of funny. Some of them are like, "Come on, dude! You're like, you're not even trying." Some of them are hilarious. Um, yeah, send that out. I didn't see that. I gotta find it. Let me find it. Once I find it, I'll do it. Keep going, Seth. My other question is uh, the same question about. Uh, running back. Who's the second running back to touch the ball on Saturday? Mm, the se- well, it's so hard. Not, one not of the like, walk-ons. One I was going to say, not like a pass-blocking situation, like actual touch the ball. Is it Childers or is it DEP? It'll be Childers probably because he's the one that's run the ball more than than Hyphen. Um, yeah, here it is. I've got it, but I don't know if he'll. I don't know if he'll be able to access this or not, Seth. So it doesn't matter. Brandon will. Um, I think it'll be Childers. Yeah. Is it, it Childers be. or Childress? I always say Childress. It's Childers, right? Yeah, it's Childers. Okay. So there you go. I think I sent you guys like the last link. So you guys need to go to like or the last page. So make sure you go to the first. Where's it? Oh, no, no, no. There's a thing right there at the very beginning that'll take you over to the page. Yeah. I'll share this. I'll share the screen real quick, just to just to give you guys a little taste. <laughs> so there you go. That, that one doesn't make any sense. That makes no sense. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Merrill gets used quite a bit. There's a couple. I'll just do this real quick. Tom Allen's is making sense. This one's pretty good. Cam Buckley. To a mop. mop. That's pretty good. 
I don't even know who that dude is. That's Sean Ratcher. Sean Ratcher, whatever he's going to be. Oh, like yeah, the barstool athlete. Real yeah. NFL players. Long yeah, the problem is I, don't, I you know the players without helmets on. That's James them. Head, I think. Oh, James Head is back, by the way. If we want to talk about oh, that's great. Look at that one. That one's fantastic. Um, James Head is back this week. James Head Jr., JHJ. Um, that's a big upgrade for our defensive line. That's huge. So it's good to have him back. Um, I cannot confirm that. I can confirm it only from his Twitter or Instagram account. I can't remember which one I saw it from. So, um, Seth, that's the end of your sack. You're good? Yeah. Thanks, okay. Daz, for the King Tut shirt. <sighs> yeah. Shout out, Daz. Um, do you want to shout him out or no? I mean, check out their that's, website or? Yeah, that's all I know. D A Z Z. There you go. Check him out at Twitter. Whatever. We'll we'll retweet something of theirs, Seth. Um, okay, Seth, prediction time. Go. Uh, sounds like they've been self-scouting coming off a of bye week. IU focused on getting the ball to their playmakers and limit Sparty's playmakers. King Tut has a little magic in a game that I picked my score before the winner. 27-24. I'm sticking with my preseason pick. IU wins. Happy homecoming. Yes. Oh my God. That makes sense. Happy birthday to me, by the way. It's my birthday. Come over and see us at the tailgate. Same thing. Brandon will be there. Producer Seth will be there. Gray tent. Or do I bring the Bud Light tent? Should I bring, bring the Bud, the Light, Bud tent? Light tent? Be easier to see. Maybe easier, easier to, to see. see. Yes. I'll bring the Bud Light tent. Um, the two flags, Arsenal flag and IU flag. Come find us. Okay, Brandon, prediction. Uh, we didn't cover that their kicker stinks. Like literally can't and positive brand. I, didn't think you'd say I literally stinks, can't because he stinks more than stinks. He he's literally one of the worst kickers in in the entire country. Not just I think he's ranked. 10. What did I say? 108th. Yeah, and in the country. He can't. He the only kicks he's made is inside the 30. And I only bring that up not to rag on the kid, but it's because it works in the prediction. I think IU wins. 24 to 21, they have a field goal to bring it into overtime in which he shanks it. Our student section, it's right over by where we're at. It's right over by the end zone. He shanks his kick and no overtime. IU wins 24-21 in regulation. Okay. Seth, they do have at little... least one 80-plus yard touchdown, though. That's yeah. infuriating. It's going to have to happen, unfortunately. Um, Seth stole my exact score, but let me break it down real quick. I think Michigan State is good, making some progress. I didn't say who won. Mich- making some progress a lot quicker than most of us thought. Kenneth Walker is really good. He's like Stevie Scott and Stephen Carr had a baby. Quick, shifty, breaks tackles, monster. But I'm tired of this crap. So is the coach. So is the team. It's scary season. It's pumpkin season. It's hoodie season. It's also bounce. All we need is a little hocus pocus. That's right. Michigan State 24, Indiana 27. So they kick it. So is that three touchdowns with extra or two point conversions? Like, how Mm. are they getting three touchdowns in a super close field goal that bounces off the upright and in on accident? This guy. Watch, he's going to kick like a 50-yarder. He closes his eyes and just kicks it as hard as he can and hits one of the uprights and it goes in. Maybe it's both of the uprights and goes in. It'll be one of those, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so there you go. Twitter, I guess Seth will be back on live tweets. I don't know what he's going to be doing. He'll be at the game, so good luck. He'll try um, if his wife will let him. Um, I don't have any final statements, man. I've talked a lot. Do you have anything else I do. to say? I, I, I do. I do. You missed it. Well, you didn't miss it. You, you, you read quite a bit from the press conference. But Tom Allen said it. We're, we're zero and zero. Right? Like, you got to put Frank everything. Wright. That's very Frank Wright. You got to put everything behind us. And I think the bye week was perfect yeah, for we're that. We're just looking to go 1-0 and right now. That's all you can do. I'm going to pull out a mic. Control the controllables. <laughs> which is what is right in front of you. You can't control what's behind you, only what's in front of you, and start this season like we thought we were going to start the regular season. And only beat ourselves. 
That's right. Great. Seth, any other final statements? you have anything else to say? I was, you already spoiled it, but yeah, my wife's going to be there and she's an IU alum. So be nice to me. Be nice to her, please. Well, everybody's always nice to you. I don't know why <laughs> you're awful. You're like an awful person, but everybody's I'm always harmless. nice to you. Um, you look good in that color, by the way, slimming. It's a slimming teal. Well, now you put your arms up. Now you, it's whatever. Um, all right, cool. Well, that's it. Okay. Be sure to check out the podcast on Facebook and Twitter. It's facebook.com backslash podcast LEO and on Twitter at podcast LEO. Be sure to download, follow, rate, review, and tell all of your friends, your family, their family, and their friends to check us out on all the platforms. And we'll be here to talk to you after the game, which should be a good one. I can't imagine it's going to be a bad game. It's going to be a great game. Check it out. FS1 noon or just go to the game. There's some tickets available. Um, until then, we'll talk to you guys after the game. We love you guys. Elio, uh, real quick again, Bud Light Tint. I think it's blue. I haven't even taken it out yet. Blood, Bud Light Tint. IU Script Indiana flag, Arsenal flag. Both of them are red. Look for those. Come say hi. I'll bring the hard stuff because it's my birthday. We'll take some drinks. Yes, I'm so bummed I'm missing it. Yeah. Have fun, boys. And, and Seth's wife's bringing like a god-awful amount of food. So come by and have a bite. A slider. I think sliders are on the menu. Come by and have a slider. I don't know I'll what be, kind of slider, but I don't know. Come I'll, on by. I'll be by to drop it off tomorrow, Brad. There you go. Or Friday. Tomorrow. Don't drop I it don't off know. tomorrow. The nasty slider by Saturday. Is. All right. Either way, we love you guys. Elio. 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 He said it. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day, Elio. Have a great day, Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day, and Elio. Oh, thank you so much, Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that, Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day, Elio. Awesome, Elio. Elio. Elio.